In the name of Jesus. Amen. The text for our consideration this evening comes from Psalm 19. David, King David, was at heart a shepherd. Imagine as a shepherd how many nights David had to gaze upon the night sky. Imagine how he had the opportunity to see the brilliance of the stars and to consider the God who created those stars each night. Imagine the relief that David would have as a shepherd at the rising morning sun, proudly appearing after defending the flock from the predators of the night. Psalm 19 was written by David, and they are words from a king who had the heart of a shepherd, who had countless hours to stare at the heavenly night sky and consider the God who created them. He says in Psalm 19 that they speak without saying a word, that they show the glory of God. Now when the sun comes up in the morning, it is a glorious light, like a bridegroom emerging from the bridal chamber. The night sky that speaks of the power of the Creator, that places in the midst of a great expanse. And the morning sun, where nothing can hide. Although speechless, It speaks volumes about the glory of God. But yet, it is not enough. The night sky and the morning sun and the moon and the stars need interpretation. It does not give the full story. The simple humbling of the nature of nature and its power and the majesty of the heavens tell us of a God who creates us. It tells us of a power that is unending, whose wisdom knows no bounds. But it doesn't tell us the whole story. Every year, people have sought to look at those stars for answers and have failed. They have seen the glory of God displayed in all creation and still have wondered, what is the will of that Creator? What is my place in this creation? How can a God who speaks so loudly in sending the sun to rise in the morning in the beautiful night sky and yet be silent? How can a God who expresses power like that still be silent where no one can hear? It becomes a God who creates artistically than you. A God who 
who our lives and our living depend on for life, a God whose decisions mean life and death, a harvest and drought, abundance and emptiness. How could a God be understood? How can he be pleased? How could we know his will? So as David begins a psalm in in chapter 19, he talks about the glory of God as he is revealed, but then in verse 7 he makes a change. He focuses on the law of the Lord, the Torah, the word of God that has been revealed to him. It gives a God who silently speaks volumes in the night sky words. Words that the soul is revived. Words that create faith in the true God and lets us know his will and see his covenant. In fact, in verse 7, David makes a transition from a more generic word for God to giving God a name. He even switches the L from the name for God to Yahweh, the very name of God, to show that the God of the heavens has a name and he has revealed his word to David through the word of God. And that he has a will and a word that stands forever. No longer must we stand staring at the night sky and guess what God has to say. But he had the word and instruction of God. And to hear God is to have God. So David rejoices in the word of God that instructs, a word of God that reveals the love of God, the word of God that tells us what is good and right, the word of God that opens our eyes to reveal like the great morning sun. As he explains, the fear of God is greater than any glory of gold or the sweetness of any honey or honeycomb but rather faith and fear and the knowledge of the true God given by his word stands forever. And what this does for David in the final three verses, it leads David to prayer. It it leads him to remember the forgiveness of God. His thoughts and his own actions have fallen short. Let not my sins have dominion over me, he prays, that I may be blameless. It is hard to not think of David and that psalm without thinking of the shepherds keeping watch over their flocks at night. For in the quiet of the night, heaven itself breaks open, and the glory of God shone to those, those shepherds. 
And the angel of the Lord says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For to you is born in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And the heavenly host saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. You see, brothers and sisters in Christ, no longer do you have to look at the brilliance of the night sky and wonder, who is my God? The Lord God has revealed himself by his Son. And when you have his word, you have his Son. And when you have his Son, you have God himself. And he warns you of your sins. He teaches you how to love your God and love your neighbor. And like David, the more we understand the word of God, the more we are humbled, the more we realize our own weakness and our own helplessness. So the word of God points us to a blood-soaked cross where the righteousness of God was poured out for you, that you may be covered. And when God through his Son proclaims your sins are forgiven, it carries a power and authority greater than the rising of the sun and the vast expanse of the night sky because they come from the mouth of God. Even the morning light does not say any words, but God, by his word, cuts you to the heart. And it tells you of the sweetness of his grace that he gives through the gospel. And he gives you life. As we are reminded last week, Advent points to the coming of our Lord. And God has come to you by his Son. And he has revealed himself who he is by the holy and precious word. And that word comes to you today. So as we prepare for the coming of our Lord, as we look to the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, as the word of God is wrapped in human flesh and in swaddling clothes, we remember how God has broken through creation to give you life by his word. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.